I'm sales team turnaround specialist, Jeremy DeMerchant. And each week I bring sales leaders like you, experts and insights that will help you level up your leadership, motivate like a master, and ultimately crush your comp plan. If it's time to raise the bar on your team's performance, then it's time for Sales Team Rescue. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 26. (laughs) Extra classy, right? Episode 26 of Sales Team Rescue. I am your host, Jeremy Demerchant, and today I have got a special guest, the man, the myth, the legend, Angel Jones. Now, I don't have a standard intro set up because I want to tell you a little bit about how I met Angel. He interviewed me twice now. Um, I believe the first one was something like episode 324-ish. I had it in my head a second ago. Um, and then again, <laughs> just recently, the episode hasn't been released yet. Uh, but one thing I can tell you about Angel is that he loves having conversations and our introduction was on a mission that he had to set a new Guinness world record. And he was a man with a plan. He was fired up. And since then he has traveled all over North America. And Angel, first of all, thank you for being here. And you know, you've got this phenomenal business, phenomenal coaching business. And um, I want, I wanted to bring you on for, well, it's a couple of reasons. First of all, you had me on your show twice now. And, you know, there's a natural component of reciprocation when it comes to the sales process. And I want to dig into that because at the end of our last interview, you said, look, I've been doing these interviews now literally for years and I can go anywhere and have a place to stay. Hmm. I can ask anyone for almost anything. And it wasn't in a way of like, you know, I, I want, I want, I want. It was, I've got this connection built in such a powerful way with so many people all over the world. And so I want to dig into that. But first, tell us a little bit, a little bit about your journey and what brought you, uh, not only on the, the mission to, uh, to set a new Guinness, Guinness world record, um, but also the traveling all over North America and everything you're doing now. Yeah, well, first of all, I mean, thank you, Jeremy. You were episode 345. I, oh. I, it's, a, it's an easy number to remember, right? It's like three, four, five, right? Uh, how did but, I mess that but, up? There you go. Uh, but yeah, I, I remember it was like just yesterday. There's a ton, uh, talking about what you're speaking about with being able to access other individuals at the offers that we've been getting because of the podcast and how that connects to sales. Uh, which is your forty, uh, was a very important conversation that I think we needed to bring to light. Uh, I just interviewed someone today and they were talking about gentle, the gentle business revolution. And they're talking about within the sales sphere that there are things that, uh, have been taught to us, like where we're using cookie cutter models. And it's not the thing that really resonates with who the individual is. We're building things that, you know, we're copying and pasting. Mm. And I thought, I think we spoke about that as well, right? And I think it was very important to understand uh, from my journey that this is possible for an individual to build a business. And of course, sales is an integral aspect of a business. Mm. But to understand that you can build a business 
by being, and I don't want to use the word gentle because it's definitely her thing, like what she's doing, but uh, you could be kind, you could show up. And I think Zig really explains it best Mm -hmm. when he says, you know, help enough other people get what they want. And then you would actually see uh, the thing that you're going after manifest. And that's where uh, we experience with the North American trip, right? Like, Mm -hmm. wow, Uh, people opened up their homes to us. And that was magnificent. And that stemmed from the conversation. Now, is it only the conversation? Of course not. Like the lives we live were, were shown and people resonated with who we are. And that represents, it's not like you could go have conversation with people and then say, Hey, let me stay at your home, right? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, nice to meet you. Where's your couch? (laughs) It's something that really stems, I believe, from uh, how we've shared things as well, how we've allowed people into our personal space, how I've shared the family aspects of my life and uh, our journey, you know, like going through things where we're meeting people face to face in smaller steps. So, uh, yeah, what happened is, you know, there was the tour, but before that, there was so much more. Mm. Yeah, this this started out as uh, as a mission, right? You did like a thousand and one conversations in three months. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's really important to share that, like, from the details of how that happened, because what happened on that, that, that big goal that I set, and I think, you know, within sales, it's about setting goals, right? But then, Jeremy, there's the aspect that goes with it as well, where, like, (laughs) you're not hitting the goal. And I'm not sure if you've had that experience, but oh, yes. like, I've set many okay. goals and not hit it. Right. So that journey of having a thousand and one conversations really stemmed from a goal of 1,509 conversations, which stemmed from a goal of having 1,585 conversations. Because at that time, uh, three years ago, I stepped out. I wanted to experience what John Lee Dumas experienced. Mm. And I said, you know what? Like, let me see if I can have as many conversations as this guy. And maybe I may uh, get the skill. Maybe I may acquire what he's acquired from the perspective of being able to get this going, right? This business Mm. model. But my friend, I'll tell you, in the first nine months, right? Well, probably just less than nine months, (laughs) I had 70... Six conversations, Jeremy. Wow. Like the numbers weren't adding up, right? And mm-hmm. I was about to give up. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was an event by Dan Miller called Coaching with Excellence in mm-hmm. Tennessee. And it's it's like right there, it hit. And this is what connects to the understanding that it's so important to do things that resonates with who you are. But at that time, you know, it hit like lightning. Like you said you were going to do something and you need to continue. So that's how the goal to have 1509, because 1509, and I know you're a maths guy, right? Because you're the sales <laughs> guy, right? Because 1509 <laughs> plus 76 is where the 1585 mm-hmm. would have connected. And then a friend suggested we make that a Guinness World Record, which was a good idea, you know, to why not? So we applied for that as well. And when I say we, I'm talking about the entire team that goes with the podcast, but we applied for that. And, you know, I only got, well, 
let's not say only, but I got a thousand and one conversations. I still didn't hit the fifteen hundred and nine, but that represented transformation like no other, mm-hmm. because there's so much that I learned about myself uh, within that first year. So we're talking about two thousand and sixteen here, and uh, you know I went on to set more goals and more goals, but uh, just to be the numbers guy, within <laughs> that first three months, Jeremy, the first four weeks I had seventy seven guests right on the podcast so it's not like the numbers were like a thousand and one divided by three is like 303 plus or one right yeah and then in the second four weeks segment i had 286 conversations wow which meant that third segment that third segment i had 638 conversations and within that is the principle of momentum when you do set a goal uh, and for those that are listening, like I want you to understand that because this is a podcast conversation goal, but the principle is across the board. Mm-hmm. You set the goal specifically yeah. in sales. You know, you set the goal and you need to stick with it and setting the goal really, really high. It's like shooting for the stars and falling on the moon. Right. It's a really good platform. Yeah. Yeah, there's so many lessons here. Like when you set that goal, you were fired up. Like like for anyone watching or listening to just imagine doing 1,001 conversations in three months. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what would that be like on a daily basis? And, and I know like for every one of you watching and listening, I know you don't do 1,001 calls, sales calls a month or a, a 90 days. I know you don't and you should be. Right. And the difference between someone saying, go make those sales calls and you saying, I'm going to do this podcast interviews is that you had a really, really clear goal and were clear in your why as to why you wanted to do it. I would agree. And I think it's important uh, for those that are selling to understand the why. Uh, if you are motivated by making the money, then that within itself uh, creates a challenge in the long run because I've had experiences with conversations where people say, I did it for the money. And, you know, I just want like passion. I want to do something that has purpose now. So it's not that it's not going to work if you're doing it for money. Yes, it will work. But then it always seems to come back to uh, what is the purpose? Who? What is my purpose? Yeah. And uh, at tagging those two while keeping balance because you have to eat, right? So yeah, uh, having the balance in there is very important. Understanding who you are and as well as connecting going forward with big hairy, audacious goals. Mm, I love it. I love it. I love it. So the other part of this is the point where you said that, you know, you could ask almost anyone you've talked to for pretty much anything and they'd be happy to help you however they could. Right. And so I see this as playing the long game. Someone says, oh, well, making, you know, making 20 calls a day is not going to do it for me. I need, you know, be really, really specific what, what they need. And it becomes reasons as to why they're not going to take action. But mm. if you just pick up the phone and you just dial, or in your case, you just book these podcasts, you know, you weren't looking for anything out of it other than let's get the interview done. Let's share this person's story. Right. I thought some of your questions were really, really interesting too. Like what was my favorite song when I was 12 years old? 12. Yeah. 12, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's very interesting conversations. And then and now three years later, 
you've got a network stronger and larger than most people that have been in business for decades. Hmm. Right. Yeah, and, that is powerful. Yeah. In hindsight, yeah, in reflection. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's really cool uh, to see that. And uh, we're learning uh, how to manage that because there are many people that ask for access to our mm-hmm. network. And that's something that we've protected. Of course. And I think it's important to do that. But uh, one of the things I want to clarify is that I was really getting out there to find myself. Mm-hmm. I wanted to ask questions and uh, hopefully find some type of map to connection of who I am within these conversations. And you could, I mean, like I've heard seals, man, that talk about it, that talk about, you know, it's in selling and uh, creating the pitch and going out there and hitting the road, uh, doing the things that were challenging. Uh, then they found themselves, you know, then they found mm-hmm. their true voice. And I think that is something that connects. I mean, we can call it your own unique real seals, right? And yeah, it's sure. so important. Uh, like Jeremy, I mean, the way you show up, it's, it's, it's totally unique. It's your uniqueness that really has me here today. Like I don't do, I don't do these much, but it's the way you showed up and the heart that's in it. Right. But you have found your voice. And I think it's very important to understand that in sales. Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and so, you know, you mentioned your, your own unique real sales, but your program, your, your methodology that you've, developed or identified through this whole process, you call it yours, your own unique real self. Yeah. Yeah. So your own unique real self is something that uh, we developed because of the podcast, having conversations. I actually realized that there were similarities in certain perspectives as to who was successful and who was not successful within the conversations. Again, people that reached out uh, it's intriguing how they understand certain aspects of who they are. And then when they build the brand on that, oh my, it's powerful. Because guess what? You get out here and start working, uh, you get uh, demotivated. Uh, you get depressed sometimes. Yeah. You feel as though I, I can't go on sometimes. Mm. But when it's tied to who you are, and uh, your own unique real self, and that story is understood, how it connects, not only within your lifetime, but possibly your father's lifetime or your mother's lifetime and their parents' lifetime, the history, then Mm. that within itself really is the thing that helps you power through sometimes to the next thing, which is usually lying right around the corner. Like it's really literally sometimes one step away. And that's what we found with the tour across North America. Uh, I had family that were travelers. Mm-hmm. Like I have, like my grandfather is a traveler and he's a guy that has, like he loves conversations. It's one of the things that he would do is operate in villages and communities and everyone gathered. And But to see what I've been able to accomplish by, by getting into conversations, uh, getting across the U.S. and Canada, you know, it's 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 really fascinating. And I, I thank you again for giving me the opportunity to highlight that because I believe there's so many other people out there that are listening that are attempting to do things the way other people are doing it. Mm. However, hey, you would be surprised how many people identify with who you are first 
and then they're willing to learn more about how you got there or what you use or and there's so many sales opportunities within everything i'm expressing here right so what do you look at right what yeah. do you use uh what do you listen to and all of those things are really opportunities for selling because you are selling who you are every day absolutely absolutely so i want to ask you one specific question sure. from all the conversations you you had um before we go into the lightning round um what would you say is the most interesting or unique or maybe weird story that you came upon in all the conversations and podcast episodes you've had? So the synchronicity. Uh, one time I had a conversation with Nick and uh, what happened? Nick Snap, right? And I uh, had uh, someone right after. So I was I was wondering, right, if you had conversations with people all over the world, uh, would it connect? Would there be a line of connection? So you've heard of the six degrees of separation, right? Of course. We're only like six people away from knowing each other. And with Facebook, it feels as though it's two or something now, right? right. On LinkedIn yeah. and stuff like social media. But uh really cool story. <laughs> I interviewed Nick, asked him what was his earliest childhood memory. And Nick shared that it was running around a pool and he fell into the pool and he was under the water for seven, probably more minutes. And his neighbor saw his body and fished him out of the pool. And, you know, they did, they performed resuscitation and he was, you know, he, they carried him into the hospital, but he was good. Like no, no problems. Right. And then at that time I was having like 30 conversations in a day, which is like, crazy right but i was doing these conversations and then i said you know what i'll take a nap because power naps were a thing and mm -hmm. i would take a power nap get yeah. back in here and uh and then re re then record again and i overslept right so i missed <laughs> i missed like two people i think and i came in here and like i my wife hits me the elbow, right? Like, like, don't you have a podcast now? And I fly out of the bed, get on here. I'm all, I'm all tired. And, and you know, I'm, I get the, the frog out of my throat and I'm like, uh, good, good night, good night, good night. And I'm carrying on the conversation. And the next person, I'll tell you, shared the exact same earliest childhood memory as Nick. To the point where I was like, hey, do you know Nick? <laughs> <laughs> and I want to point out, like, like synchronicity within humanity mm. is what I think is the weirdest thing. Like, I come on here to have conversations in a day and their themes. And mm. I'm speaking to people from all over the world, Jeremy. It's not like I'm speaking for, to, to one person or one age group or one career path. Right. And you come on here and there are themes that are built into the conversation. And I think this really parallels with your life. Uh, like, I, like, I'm not sure. And I asked the question, like, how, in sales, have you seen like themes arise? You're, you're on your, you're on your sales calls, right? Mm -hmm. You step in and you, you're getting these themes. Like, if it's no, right? The theme of no consistently. <laughs> <laughs> Or why they're not buying, right? But mm -hmm. there are always these themes, the, this type of synchronicity, the signs that point us. And if we're not uh, open to listening, and I want to say that word like like 20 times over, mm -hmm. listening, 
and the power of listening, I think that's where uh, we feel. And nothing's wrong with feeling, but listening really buffers the experience for you to shoot off again, catapult again into mm-hmm. the next stage of your life. So that's the one story I'll share. There are many, many <laughs> I'm sure there are, yeah. Well, so, and the other thing that I want to highlight here is you're seeing trends because you're connecting with people at scale. Maybe scale's not the right word because it's all you, but it, it, in mass volumes, right? You're doing the amount of podcasts you would do, you know, you're saying 30 a day some days. Like that's more than some salespeople do calls in a week or a month in some cases, yeah. right? And, you know, I think and I ultimately the more you do things, the more data you gather, the more trends you see, the more themes you you can connect with. And so when somebody says, I can't because, well, you've mm. heard that same reason six other times that same week. Mm. You can say, you know what? I understand. I talked to a lady just yesterday who had the same challenge. This is what we did and this is how it worked for her. And mm. so as you start seeing these themes, it's, it's with any kind of data set, right? The more data you have, the more accurate your your assumptions or your trends are. And so I, I, I want to push the volume piece from a sales perspective, right? The more activity you could do, the better. I saw an interview somebody was doing um, with Eva Longoria. And she just said, it's successful people do more than 24 hours than most people do. Hmm. That, right? So it's, it's how do you maximize that productivity? But you're right that you can't overlook the listening, the connection, the the making sure that that bond actually is created and like people just want to be heard yeah. because the reason why, and like, why do you feel? Cause I know asking somebody to be on a podcast and having a pre-book podcast conversation is different than a sales call, but how hard was it to get people to say yes to those 12 minute conversations? Oh, thought on that was actually, that actually, that was, that just really happened in a way that, uh, you know, like Dave Ramsey speaks about something. There's this theorem that he has, right? And he says, momentum is focused intensity over time multiplied by God. Mm-hmm. And for me, like the the explanation of that is really that I was focused. I was really, really intense, right? Like we were mm-hmm. getting out messages there. But yeah. the thing that really got the podcast invitations going to the point where I stopped inviting people and it, my calendar was being filled up was the experience of others. And then I said, hey, if there's someone you know that you think would be a great fit for the podcast, please share this with them. And that would have been a copy that explained what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And that is what really created a scenario mm-hmm. that... Years after today, I'm not searching after guests unless I'm doing a campaign where I go after or a goal where I say, okay, within the next three months, and I did that, right? And the next three months, I want to have 800 conversations. So I did that in the following year. Unless I'm not doing that, like the podcast calendar is always filled. And, you know, I'm very thankful from that. And I believe that's the God side of things, mm-hmm. right? Like the things that you, you can't really uh, measure. And yeah. I mean, I mean, from a sales perspective and, and from a data collection perspective, there are things going on that I really just cannot measure, right? Yeah. Uh, and I mean, it really tricks me out sometimes, right? Because I'm like, oh, so how did that happen? Like, I want to know. But they're just, that's the God aspect. And I think it's important, again, 
that we come full circle to you doing the thing that resonates with who you are and who you're created to be. Mm-hmm. And in so doing, uh, sales comes a bit naturally. Mm-hmm. It's never easy, right? For the introvert, right. introverts that are listening, like, yeah, it's, I mean, it's really challenging for you to step out there and say, Hey, I want to sell something, but I've found, and we found from working with the groups of people that, you know, subscribe to the program yours, that, that it's a lot easier to the point where I'm like, wow, are you sure you're an introvert? <laughs> but it's because they connect the dots of their story mm-hmm. and then they get out there and start representing who they are. And that is helping their sales increase tremendously. Mm-hmm. And of course, again, you know, the God factor is in there. Of course. Of course. Awesome. Well, I want to jump into the lightning round really quickly. So as of you, as we know, coffee is for closers. What is your favorite kind of coffee or comparable drink? So, so coffee is, I love the bullet coffee. Uh, mm. I love bullet coffee, but I'm not really much of a coffee. I'm a water guy. But when I'm in the States, right. yeah, I real like you're smelling coffee everywhere and you need it. <laughs> If you trip and fall, you're going to hit a Starbucks in America. That's for sure. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez, I love it. I love it. Um, what's what's the number one book or movie you would recommend to salespeople, sales leaders, sales reps, anyone looking to connect? Oh, the Greatest Salesman by Ogmandino. Love it. That is such a great book. It is. Who is someone you've considered a mentor in your life? Uh, I've had a ton. Do you want one, or do I go for more? You can go for a couple. I'll, I'll do, I'll do the Jesus. I think Jesus is one of the, the greatest, uh, walkers of the earth. Yeah. The greatest salesman, uh, in terms of <laughs> we still say his name to this day. Right. right? So, yeah. I'll say, I'll say, yeah. I'll give him that, those props. Okay. Yeah. Talk about a master of influence, right? Tell, I'm telling you, right? From conversations and no internet, right? Only right. sandals, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'll give him that. <laughs> Love it. Um, and now the last question What's the strangest thing you do in your daily routine to keep yourself on your game? Ooh, the strangest thing. So it's not strange to me though. <laughs> what would it what would be strange to somebody else? What's the thing? Uh I'm not sure what's a what's a what, what's considered strange. I do a lot though. Like there are many rituals in my life. Like I mean, there's the mental, spiritual, career, physical, personal, financial, family focus every single day. And then with the business side, it's sale, administration, leadership, operation, marketing, and every day we're building on that. So it's like, what's the one thing we need to do for each category. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to call that, I guess it is a bit strange, right? But yeah, that's what I, that's what we do together. My wife and I, uh, we're it. focusing daily on all of those pillars. Awesome. Awesome. And so where can people go to find more of your greatness? Yeah, you can, you can listen to 12 men convos podcast, uh, type in the hashtag that's below there that Jeremy put in there. I appreciate that tremendously. Yeah. Hashtag oh, one, two, hashtag one, 12 men convos. Yeah. I'm just message me. I'm really into conversation. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I'm old school, like message me and we'll see how that goes. Yeah. We'll connect and see if our schedules align and have a conversation. Love it. Love it. Angel, well, thank you so much for being on episode 26 of Sales Team Rescue. It was a pleasure. Um, I look forward to connecting with you and having many more conversations as we go forward. For those of you watching live and listening, 
Uh, thank you for joining us again. Be sure to catch the replay of this at salesteamrescue.com. And if you would like to get together and go through a sales team blueprinting session with me, again, that is at salesteamrescue.com. Angel, thank you so much. We will chat again soon. I appreciate it. Thanks for joining me. Let's keep the conversation going. You can find more episodes and a link to join our online community over at salesteamrescue.com. If you haven't already, be sure to hit subscribe and give the show a review to help us reach more sales leaders like you. If you'd like our support in creating your own high-performance sales team, book a call with us at salesteamrescue.com.